everyone, and welcome back to Parch Car Convos. I'm Maddie Mitchell, and I'm your host today in always because, well, quite frankly, this is literally my podcast, so who else is going to host it? Happy freaking Monday, and I hope you had a fabulous weekend. I hope you're feeling recharged. I hope you're feeling well-rested. I hope you feel like you have the mental capacity to kind of tackle whatever life may throw your way this week, and I don't think that that's asking for too much from your favorite podcast host. Oh my God, no, stop. Who said that? Thank you so much. You're too kind. I personally am so excited for this week's episode. This week we're gossiping together, which is one of my personal favorite pastimes. I love to just kind of sit around and gossip with my friends and that's kind of what we're doing, which I love. You guys, so many of you were kind enough to write in with the juiciest, hottest gossip in your life presently. And this might not even be uh, gossip pertaining to their own personal lives. It could be their friends gossip. It could be some work drama, some family drama. It could be anything. Just what's the juiciest piece of information in your possession at present is what I asked people to share. Fabulous reminder that you should be following me on Instagram and the podcast on Instagram. Both are linked in the show notes so that you can write in for these episodes when I ask for writer submissions because truly they would not be possible without you. And let me tell you, this week's episode had the most submissions by far. I was completely shocked. I think a lot of people had a lot of gossip that they wanted to get off their chest and I am so eternally grateful for that. So thank you so much for everyone who wrote in, but I hope to do another gossip episode in the future and I probably have enough information to do like five gossip episodes right now because like I said, you guys had a lot to get off your chest. So I'm really, really excited to dive into that. That will be fun. But first, let's dive into peak and valley of the week. My peak of the week, as I mentioned last week, I have said that I've been kind of welcoming, ushering in this busy era of mine. I I said that this year, I feel like I'm going to be very busy and I'm in a place where I am able to be like, let's, let's do it. Let's bring it on. Let's be busy, which is very uncharacteristic of me. Um, And my peak is that it's definitely the busy era is definitely upon us. Like I was able to see glimmers of it this past week. Um, Ironically enough, the valley of the week was also that my busy era is upon us. It is just, um, it's one of those things where I, there's not enough hours in the day. And that's something that I've been struggling with, but it's all good and it's all exciting. So like that's the peak of the week, but then the valley of the week is kind of the natural overwhelm that comes with not having literally enough hours in the day. And also the fact that the sun sets at four o'clock and so does my energy, unfortunately, like it's just, yeah, that's kind of what I'm working with. So it's, it's a blessing and a curse, the busy era, which we all knew, we knew it would be, we knew that, but still. It's kind of jarring when when it's face to face, but it doesn't matter because it's a blessing. And so we're happy for it. Uh, So that's kind of my peak and valley wrapped into one. I also have a personal anecdote life update that I need to share with you in regards to the world of dairy free creamers. And I, yeah, no, I just heard you roll your eyes. Check yourself. I'm kidding. Oh my God. I'm kidding. Relax. But no, seriously, I know a few of you are probably going to fast forward by this. I have a fabulous update. Well, and also a really sad update. The sad update is I never really did find a good dairy-free peppermint mocha creamer. And I, I, as I mentioned so, like, so many times, like ad nauseum on this podcast, a big part of that is because I know they exist and people were giving me fabulous recommendations, I'm sure. I just could never get my hands on them because none of the grocery stores near me have these flavors. They have the brands, but they don't have like the wide variety of flavors. So that was an issue that... I was plagued with personally this holiday season. Yeah, it is really hard being me. Thank you so much for for asking. Uh, Yeah, I I couldn't find a good dairy for creamer. It was a really tough time for me personally. Um, But I I couldn't find it anywhere. And it was what I think it is. And I've said this before too, is that there's like so many brands now. There's so many dairy-free coffee creamer brands. And so it's like, a lot of the stores carry them, but they just carry like the basics, you know, like the vanilla creamer or the hazelnut. And it's like, I want the fun flavors. Where are the fun flavors? And then I saw one of my favorite dairy-free creamer brands, Califia Farms. They have a fabulous cookie butter creamer that I love. It's, I think it's with oat milk. So good. So, so, so good. But again, I just kind of like, you know, you get bored of having the exact same coffee every day. I saw on their Instagram that they released a chocolate covered strawberry coffee creamer. Now here's the thing for me personally, this could not be more right up my alley. I am, I know a lot of people are probably like that is disgusting. 
like the idea of having a chocolate covered strawberry flavored coffee. I had, I went through a phase one summer where I was getting, it was like a, I forget what it, it was like strawberries and cream. It was some sort of like strawberry flavored latte that I was literally obsessed with. It was, it was when I was in New York visiting a friend for like five days. And I swear I had that coffee probably like 10 times because it was so freaking good. And so that's kind of what this coffee creamer is giving. It's giving those same vibes. And I am obsessed with the concept of that. So I was like, I need to go get this freaking creamer, obviously. It's only available at Target, okay? Which I'm like, theoretically, that's great because at least it's not available at like some, you know, more obscure grocery chain that's only in some of the country. Like, yeah, I have a few Targets near me. Like, let's go. It is not available at the Target closest to me, which is annoying. I checked in the app. It says it's no longer available at that store, which is so rude because also it's like brand new. So what do you mean it's no longer available? That What do you mean? What does that mean? So I went to the one, the second closest one to me said there was four in stock in the app. Also, the Target app, by the way, is incredible. If you are not using that to its fullest potential, it will tell you the aisle of the things, the aisle that things are on, which is so great. Sometimes it shows up with a map and it can like point you in the direction when you're in the store. It like knows where you are, which is, yeah, it's kind of scary when you think about it, but it'll point you in the direction of the things you're looking for, which is so helpful. So that way you don't have to ask someone because also, I've like never seen a Target employee. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're just kind of like not there. So helpful. But they had four in stock allegedly at this Target. I go, there's none. There's none anywhere. There's like no trace of it. It's not there. So I was, I was annoyed. And then someone was, someone messaged me and said, oh, you should do online pickup. Cause a lot of the times if it says that they have it in stock in the app, they might just have it like out in the back. It might be in back stock. So I might have to resort to doing that. But it's just like another saga of me, of the universe for some reason conspiring against me when it comes to getting a good dairy-free coffee creamer. But I do think I will persevere. I will prevail. So updates to come on that. And I'm sure you are all literally eagerly awaiting it like no other. And thank you so much. I have another really crazy update. It's not an update. It's This is a traffic report. We haven't done a traffic report in a hot minute because there hasn't been anything really crazy pertinent in the worlds that I've wanted to kind of touch on um, in terms of like pop culture news and things like that. But this week, this week I have a good one and I'm excited because I'm sure a lot of you haven't heard this story before because it isn't, it isn't pop culture related at all, but I'm sure you'll be able to see where I'm going with this once I start telling you the story. So let me actually Google the news article so I have all of the facts straight. Okay, picture this. I am sitting in my family room and I'm watching the news with my parents and all of a sudden this, you know, headline comes on and it's like woman accused of poisoning her husband and it's like, whoa, that's intriguing. That's much more intriguing than a lot of the other news that's well on the news. And so I'm like, what is this story, right? And they keep, you know, teasing it and finally they tell the whole story. Basically, this woman in a town in Massachusetts, which is, I think, why a lot of other people probably haven't heard of it, because I think it was probably only on like Massachusetts news outlets. She's 73, I want to say. Let me look it up. 73. No, her husband was 73. It doesn't say how old she is. She allegedly, this is all alleged, tried to poison her husband. Okay. And you might be thinking, okay, that's interesting. Why, Maddie? Why would this woman try and poison her husband? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Her reasoning for trying to poison her husband is actually because she was scammed. Hmm. I'm sure that's evoking some more question marks in your mind. Yeah. She was scammed by a person pretending to be a soap opera star. Okay, so let me run this back for you. This woman gets a message online from someone pretending to be a soap opera star. Now, if you are not making this connection in your head as to like, why are you personally speaking out on this? Like, why is this something that is hitting so close to home? Because of the Shamar Moore of it all, duh. Literally, duh. This is what I have been saying for so long is the really, really critical danger that these Shamar Moore stands are up against because they, I do think, probably frequently fall for scams of people pretending to be Shamar Moore fans. Because a lot of the times what happens is that when these people go and they follow like the official Shamar Moore 
you know, Instagram account. These fake accounts pretending to be Shamar Moore will go through and see who recently followed the real Shamar Moore and they'll go and follow those people so that the people who just followed Shamar Moore are getting all of a sudden these messages and like follow requests from these knockoff Shamar Moore accounts and then they message them and they say like hey I saw you're a fan of mine uh this is like the account I use to interact with fans and they make up all these lies and of course most people would know that like Shamar Moore 21977345008 isn't the real Shamar Moore like we would know that but a lot of the older Shamar Moore fans that aren't necessarily as savvy on the internet are falling for it case in point this woman who tried to poison her husband like okay so let me get into let me get into the the real news of this story I'm just gonna read some of this to you because it is unfathomable also I need you to picture okay this the way that this um, news segment was portrayed on my television in my family room was literally a reporter interviewing the woman who allegedly poisoned her husband just like at the front door of her home like which that is insane because how frequently do you see like attempted murderers just like chatting to reporters in the doorway of their home like you never see that usually they're like behind bars once the news breaks so that to me was just like so crazy because it's like so nonchalant her being interviewed by this news station and it's like girl did you not just try to murder your husband okay okay let me just read this A Massachusetts woman is accused of trying to poison her husband with soup. (laughs) Sorry, like death by soup, I can't. And police say somebody pretending to be a soap opera star convinced her to do it. Roxanne Doucette of Townsend is now charged with attempted murder. She told WBZ-TV, it's one big misunderstanding. Uh, are you, what? I'm sorry, I need to keep reading. She says, I didn't poison him, Doucette said Monday, as she stood in the doorway of the house where she's under investigation for feeding her husband poison soup in early December. Doucette tearfully denied it. Like, is this not like the fakest thing you've ever heard? Like, it just doesn't feel real. It is real. It's not fake, but it just like feels this doesn't feel real in any capacity. I've never tried to poison him in any way whatsoever. That's also a crazy sentence. (laughs) that's like I don't know do you know what I mean to be like well I've never tried to poison him not in any way in any time in any capacity ever uh I love him very very much and would never try and kill anyone she claims the soup the soup was simply old but things took a bizarre turn hours later when she called 911 and her 73 year old husband Paul was rushed to the hospital that's where the couple was met by their daughter who was suspicious and began to examine her mom's phone according to court documents there were messages on the phone from a scammer claiming to be a soap opera star who wanted to hook up with her one message from the person said you have to get rid of your husband honey I need you so much Uh, guys this is this is a real thing that really happened it was a scam, Doucette told WBZ. Yeah, we knew. We all knew. We really all knew. But court documents say she eventually wrote back, in quotes, making an amazing soup, special potion. Maybe I could collect life insurance. <laughs> she sent that text to the scammer. And now she's like, no, it was just the soup was just old. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me at all. How crazy is this? Also, I would like to say the reason I feel I comfortable making somewhat light of the situation is because her husband did live. Okay, so let me make that very, very clear. Thank God. Um, but court documents say, oh, no, I read that part. Her 73-year-old husband was barely conscious when first taken to the hospital but survived. While acknowledging it's the talk of the town, the Townsend police chief is urging against any rush to judgment. I just tell everybody to just kind of take a step back, take a deep breath, think things through before you spread things or before you think you know what's going on. Sometimes it's a little more complex than it seems. A limited toxicology test on Paul came back negative, but Roxanne is now under court order to stay away from him. I just want him to come home. I just love him so much. I, oh my God, when police tried to take her phone as evidence, Roxanne Doucette allegedly fought and kicked them. For that, she's also charged with resisting arrest and assaulting an officer. Oh my God. Is this not like the craziest thing you've ever heard? But I just, I just, 
I can't get over it because this is something that I've been harping on for so long is that these women think that they are in some sort of relationship with these. And it's funny because Shamar Moore was on a soap opera. So he is a former soap opera star. And I know that so many people are falling victim to scams all the time. I never knew it would be at the level of killing their husband. Uh, That is, dare I say it, too far. What? Like, what? I get people scamming them, like, to get money. <laughs> I'm like, that. that's totally fine. You got to do what you got to do. No, obviously not. But I'm saying you would think it would be way more simplified than actually telling someone to kill their husband. And obviously it's this woman's like, she made that own choice on her own volition and her free will, but it is like a crazy thing to even plant that seed in someone else's head as a means to make money as part of a scam like that. Oh my God, too far, dude, way too far. So it'll be also interesting to see what happens to the scammer if they're able to trace it back to someone and then charge them because what they did, obviously scamming people in general, illegal, but then also to be like, oh, maybe you should kill your husband. (laughs) Maybe you should poison his soup and give me the life insurance. Like what? What? That is actually so wonky. So potentially updates to come. I don't know how this is all going to shake out, but I just felt that I had to share this story with you because it is just so wild like nothing about it feels real in any capacity oh my god oh it's so nuts also for this week's pass the ox song of the week i'm actually asking for your suggestions if we have any runner girlies listening at present i am trying to make a playlist i making a playlist so rewarding right the end product is so beautiful and so fun and exciting it's exciting when you like are like oh yes I can listen to my new playlist now the process of making one oh my god treacherous treacherous and I'm trying to make a playlist to run to right now because I just don't have good songs for that because I feel like a lot of the songs I listen to aren't like super pump up you know what I mean they're not super like woohoo they're like kind of more mellow so I'm trying to find fun just kind of like happy is the vibe I'm going for not like too intense nothing crazy but just kind of like a fun happy upbeat song so if you are a runner let me know what your favorite songs to run to are or if you have any good playlist recommendations that would be beyond fabulous thank you so much in advance also before we hop into gossip for this week let's just remind ourselves that we can become the passenger of the week if we send a picture of the screen in your car that shows that you're listening to parched cart convos this week's episode and you can send that in and tell me where in the world you are and you might be this week's passenger of the week you can also send in a parked car convos themed meme i've been loving those recently so if you have one of those it's an alternative way to become passenger of the week eagerly awaiting those so excited it's like my favorite part of every monday is seeing people uh send those to me so thank you so much and also just a fabulous reminder if you are liking the podcast feel free to share it any way you know how you can post on your story maybe that you're listening to this week's podcast episode to kind of spread the good word you could share it with a friend and say hey i think you would like this episode think you'd like this podcast it's really amazing say something like that but you know make it your own use your own words or you could also leave a rating or a review on apple Podcasts or spotify uh because that really does it really does help so just a reminder thank you thank you thank you and now that's enough that's enough of my yapping um now on to the next section where i will yap but i will be yapping your stories which is a little bit more fun i would say hopefully for you guys I don't, I'm not open to alternative feedback, so keep it to yourselves. If not, thank you so much. Um, let's dive in. Let's gossip together. Are you ready? Buckle up. Real quick disclaimer, if you are listening to this episode in the presence of children, don't, don't, don't do that. I would not recommend that. Okay, let's get into this. One of my coworkers cheated on his wife, who's pregnant with their second child and is a fourth year medical student with his boss and everyone knows except his wife no 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 that's not no that is really bad someone should tell the wife for sure not saying it should be you but someone needs to tell the wife that's not okay ew gross 
Also, it's like so infuriating when it's like everyone knows because it's, that means that they're not even doing a good job at keeping it secret, which is just like an extra layer of like ignorance almost. Like it's like you're not even trying, which not that there's not that if you were trying, it would make it any better. But it's like, come on, at least try to be secretive about it. Jesus. Okay. Hey, I love your podcast so much. Oh, and that's all they wrote. Okay. It literally gets me through my work day. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy that I can provide that service for you. Some work scandal for you. A manager in my office, huge global accountancy firm, approved a first class plane ticket expense to Paris for a lower level employee, basically a new entry level hire, which is absolutely not allowed as first class travel is only approved for managers and above. You might be thinking, oh, what on earth could be the motivation for this rule breaking? Well, he then went with her on this work trip and proceeded to sleep with her in Paris. Meanwhile, he has a wife and kids at home. And to make it worse, the girl he slept with is the daughter of the biggest part of one of the biggest partners of the firm. Absolute chaos and will truly require the biggest cover up of all time. The audacity of men never ceases to amaze me. That No, I think I could actually title this episode just like why do men because I I'm seeing a theme already just two write-ins in I'm seeing a pattern here that I'm not loving that is horrible but it's also again it goes back to like are you trying to hide it in any capacity because clearly people that work at this office know so it's like it's like put in some effort (laughs) the very the very least you could do is put in a little bit of effort Oh my God, that is so horrible. But like to be stupid enough to book the first class plane ticket, knowing that that would like flag something like that's just like, there's literally no, there's no brain power behind any of this, which is just like more insulting for some reason. Someone in my family has faked cancer and is raising money for surgery through a GoFundMe. No, no, that has to be like, truly one of the worst most vile sickening things someone can do is fake an illness just like just to pull on people's heartstrings and then to get them to to pull on their purse strings as well that's foul also if this episode has taught us anything it's that if you need to make money just start scamming Shamar Moore fans <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding but there's so many easier ways there's so many I want to make it clear. I don't condone scamming in any capacity, but like if you're going to scam people, you could do it in a less horrific way. And I do believe that. I do believe that truly like cancer. Come on. You could have even said like you fell off a ladder and need like a hip replacement and you know, you work a manual labor job for like, you could have, you could have really put a little bit more effort into it. That would have made it like less horrifying, but you didn't. And that's just not, no, that's just not okay. I hope someone outs this person. Someone should be like posting in the GoFundMe saying, don't donate. This is fake. You have to, we have to raise awareness. Oh, this one is promising drama in the neighborhood Facebook group. Cause we all know that like shit goes down in the neighborhood Facebook group. Okay. Man posted that he left a girl's house the morning after a night with her. So unnecessarily descriptive for a town Facebook post. (laughs) He's like, okay, so I slept at this girl's house. I left, like, it's like, no one needed this backstory. You, why did you provide this backstory? Why did you provide this, if I had to guess, incriminating backstory? Okay, whatever. Um, After a night with her and her dogs got out of the gate when he opened it. He was asking if anyone knew if she got her dogs back. That's a weird, it's a weird thing to ask too. Cause he, he wasn't just posting like, Hey, be on the lookout for these dogs. He was posting in the group to be like, does anyone know if this girl that I slept with last night got her dogs back? Like what? <laughs> so, so what a weird approach. Another man commented saying that he couldn't get a hold of his wife the night before. And when he got back into town, their dogs had gotten out that morning. No, 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 no. The comments went wild. After photos and the neighborhood sleuthing, it turns out that they were, in fact, man number two's dogs. The dogs were found and brought home. Thank you for providing that detail. It is important to note the dogs were safe 
and sound in what is now no doubt a tumultuous living situation because that is crazy. Finding out that your wife is cheating on you via town Facebook group. Ooh, that has to be one of the worst ways no? Cause everyone knows. Wow. Oh God, that is truly heinous, but also like, I guess it's good that he did find out. Like, I guess it's good that the guy had posted because then he was able to find out. So like, that's good, I guess. Wow. That is really, that is something. I feel bad for that man. That's really sad. Okay. So I had just turned 25 and my dad wanted to take me out to dinner. I'm not super close to him, but we chat maybe once a month and live an hour and a half away from each other. While at this dinner celebrating my 25th birthday, he drops a bomb. He's dating a 28-year-old. No. No, 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 no. I didn't know what to say. I just kind of looked around. Then he drops the bomb. I thought he already dropped the bomb. Oh, she's in jail. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Then he drops his last bomb. Oh, my God. They've been dating for two years. Like, what? The real tea will begin if she wants to have kids, but I'll keep you all posted on that. Cheers. Oh, my God no ew ick that is ick I mean like good for him I guess like I don't know I don't know I I don't know what to make of that I don't think I have enough information curious as to how old your dad is I'm assuming around at least 50 if not older that's like a just kind of a ballpark so to be dating someone essentially half his age ooh. not loving that but she's in jail now I'm needing to know was she in jail the entire duration of their relationship was this like a pen pal situation or were they dating in real life and then she committed a crime and and was prosecuted and then is now serving out some jail time and I'm needing to know what the crime is obviously because that kind of you know that would determine a lot how much can we trust this person like there is a lot up in the air here so I'm needing to know that information please feel free to fill me in if you're listening to this thank you so much I'm realizing this is like a perfect episode if you are in a time in your life where like there's just no drama like there's just no excitement in that sense this is we can live vicariously through these people that live much more exciting lives for better or for worse right but this is um, a good outlet for a lot of us I'm sure This one says, my best friend dated my husband's best friend for about four years. They lived together, had dogs, the whole nine yards. One day, she randomly texted me that he was breaking up with her and kicking her out. Long story short, we found out he was dating a girl he had met on a video game who lived 16 hours away behind her back, and that's why he broke up with her. He moved this girl in within months, and now they are engaged, and he is texting my husband about sending out his wedding invites I cannot go to this wedding in good faith knowing how much a piece of shit both of them are that is gnarly also you just have to kind of like if I'm just to surmise and kind of like fill in the blanks um kind of unsolicitedly I would assume that if this guy was like a a real serious gamer guy, that was probably a point of contention in their relationship. And then to find out that this like annoying hobby that he has that probably like weighed on. And I'm basing this off of, you know, people complain about their boyfriends having like being obsessed with video games and it taking up so much time and blah, blah, blah. If that were the case, and then you find out that like, oh no, he's actually just been cheating on you via video game. Like, come on. She is never dating a gamer ever again. That is horrible. That is so gross. And then him like moving her in right away. Oh, I don't like that. And that's like so much worse too in a a way because it's just like, it's like emotional cheating. You know what I mean? Like if they were cheating via video game, it was just them like talking for hours like that. Oh, that's not fun. That is not fun. What a bad person. Yeah, you should not go to the wedding. I I want their wedding to be a flop of epic proportions. It'll be a flop notch wedding, if you will. That's what we need. That'll be some sort of like indicator like, okay, so maybe we're not good people. Hopefully, hopefully that would register in their minds. But I don't know because I think a lot of times people that do bad things, they don't think they don't register it as a bad thing, which is scary. 
Okay, my friend recently broke up with her boyfriend of two years because she found out that he had been having an affair with his cousin. Oh my God, hold on. Let me read that one back. My friend recently broke up with her boyfriend of two years because she found out that he had been having an affair with his cousin when they were at a week-long family reunion. No, it got worse. It somehow got worse. I didn't think it could get worse to have that happen at a family reunion. Absolutely not. She couldn't go because of her busy work schedule. No. So like she was invited and like unfortunately couldn't go. And then she's like, whatever though. I trust him. And also it's a family reunion. Literally what could happen? Oh, he hooks up with his cousin. (gasps) Criminal. Truly criminal. She found out a year after it happened. No, no, no. Apparently they hooked up a few times after the reunion when we were on girls trips. No, her ex's parents were totally aware that this was going on and didn't think to say anything. They should have, they should have, what? Because it's one thing for the parents to like know that their son is cheating on his girlfriend. That's bad enough, right? And to not intervene in some capacity. To know that your son is cheating on his girlfriend with his cousin? Absolutely an intervention is required of like uh, I can't even fathom the way that they didn't intervene that is so vile to be a bystander in a cousin on cousin affair you are horrible you are just as bad that is (laughs) oh my god that is so nasty I can I ew gross ew um my friend went to the ex's family's Christmas dinner and the ex's mom got so drunk that it slipped out no so that's how she found out that's how she found out is from the boyfriend's mom because she was drunk at Christmas my friend left immediately and I'm pretty sure the ex and the cousin are still hooking up to this day no 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 in what world is this an okay thing I I am I am there's so many layers to this that are deeply deeply concerning like really truly so many layers I'm uh, like my one hope is that they're cousins by marriage and not by blood it still is like uh, but like at least that's a bit more a bit less icky oh that is so gross but this is actually that's kind of like a great way to break up with your boyfriend because you will like never you will never be like oh no maybe he was the one that got away no he was the one that hooked up with his cousin you will literally never have like oh my god you will never have to second guess anything about that relationship ever and that is a blessing in disguise plus it's a fabulous story it is a fabulous fabulous story and we have to take those fabulous stories um you know in stride because they typically come from horrible situations, but they're fabulous stories. And that is a blessing always, no matter what the cost. I'm kidding. That's really horrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, So someone in my family is literally running for president. Not us getting presidential tea, guys. Okay. No one in America really knows who they are. Don't worry. LMAO. Okay. Now I have to find out who it is, but the entire family makes fun of them behind their back and their daughter moved to London to get away from them. They're always the only thing we talk about when we get together. Okay. I'm needing someone to do a deep dive and try and figure out who this presidential candidate is because that's just like funny and it's harmless too. It's like, Oh, everyone hates them and makes fun of them. Like that's just like kind of embarrassing. You run for president and your whole family is like making fun of you behind your back. They're like, ew, not you running for president. That's kind of hilarious. I'm obsessed with that a little bit. Thank you for sharing. Now we have some, we officially are on the radar of U.S. politicians. Like this is, this is your go-to spot for U.S. politician tea. You heard it here first. Thank you so much. Also totally, totally separate anecdote, but someone um, wrote in, no, no, someone DM'd me and they said that the podcast is the reason that they're not in jail. So I can now also say that not only is this podcast doctor recommended, it is also a surefire way to remain out of prison. So you're welcome for that, by the way. Just a quick little interjection here. But anyways, on to more gossip. The principal of my high school is married to one of the secretaries at my school, and he cheated on her with another teacher who is engaged to my English teacher. No, no, no. 
what kind of morals are they teaching at this high school? What kind of role models are these people supposed to be? Not very good ones, I'll tell you that much. Uh, The teacher who cheated with my principal is now expecting a baby. No, 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 no. Whose kid is it? Like someone had to ask, right? So now my English teacher and the other teacher broke off their engagement and the secretary and my principal got divorced and then the secretary moved away. Okay, good for her. Good for the secretary. Get out of it. Wait, right? Because she didn't do anything wrong. No, no, no. She didn't do anything wrong. So good for her. More power to the secretary. Also, we found out that my English teacher has made porn. No. What? What? Oh, and the secretary and the principal were my neighbors and we were family friends. So that's how we know all of this. Wow. Wow. That is a really crazy that is a really crazy story. I kind of want to do a podcast episode about like um, school tea because I feel like everyone has had like an incident that occurred at their like high school or middle school. Like they had like a teacher that was, you know what I mean? I feel like there is definitely a spot for that drama. Also reading all of these submissions made me want to do another family secrets episode because a lot of them were like finding out that my dad had another kid or something like that and so I want to do a separate episode with those so be on the lookout to resubmit your story for one of those episodes because those are always so juicy and I love reading those ones um I'm like yeah I love finding out that all of your dads have other secret children (laughs) it's such a fun little hobby of mine I'm kidding but it is very juicy and um but I am I'm also very deeply sorry because that you know, that obviously is not a fun thing to find out ever, I would assume. Um, okay. My husband's friend in in, not in parentheses, in quotes, my husband's friend had an affair with his mother-in-law. No, no wife found out they divorced, but not before having another baby to try and save the marriage. No, 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 no. Mother and daughter are still on speaking terms. Saw them out shopping together and all over social media. That is crazy. That is crazy. Because they always say like, you know, when in a relationship, if the husband cheats, it's like, okay, you get mad at the husband, not the woman that he had an affair with. If that woman is your mom, you absolutely get mad at both of them, right? Or if the woman is like your best friend or, you know, you are justifiably allowed to be angry at both of them for sure. Oh my God, that is really, truly, that is dark. That is like a therapist's dream. Like they need to really dive into that. I hope they, I hope she is. I hope, I hope many of these people have sought out mental health professionals after, after these incidents have occurred, because I just think, I mean, we all know, I think everyone could benefit from therapy. Every single person I'm reading about right now, extra, they could benefit from it a little bit more than the average person, I would say. Oh my God, that is crazy. Okay. Small town gossip. Hi, love you. Love the pod. Obviously I'll get right into it. Perfect. Beautiful. Thank you so much and love you too. I come from a very small town in Canada with a population of less than 4,000 people. It's always been a bit of a everybody knows everybody situation. Since we're in such a small town, there's only two or three quote unquote big realtors that literally everybody uses to sell their houses. One of these realtors, let's call her Jane, was a quote unquote victim of the small town rumor mill. Years ago, it was rumored that Jane was doing coke and giving people blowjobs in the bathroom at a local restaurant. That's like too weirdly specific to be untrue. If like there, I'll say it like that has, I'm sorry, but like I, Jane has some explaining to do there. I said it. Uh, years ago. Oh no, no, no. I just read that. I always brushed it off as rumors and didn't fully believe it because she was unhinged, but not like that bad question mark. Also, she allegedly has multiple DUIs. Then last winter, my stepdad was driving in town and Jane was driving towards him. She crossed over the center line and drove head on into his truck. My stepdad had a snowplow on his truck, but luckily everyone was fine. However, when he got out to talk to her, he said that her pupils were so dilated and she was slurring her words and could hardly stand up straight. It appeared 
saying that so it so I don't get sued don't worry you won't not that many people listen to this podcast let alone Jane's lawyer so you're fine she was drunk driving on the way to pick up her kids from gymnastics oh that's come on not the kids not that there's ever a good time to drunk drive obviously but to pick up your children come on because she was a well-known person in the community she never did a breathalyzer come she's just a realtor with peace and love to all my realtors she's not the mayor She's just the town realtor. Like, she should have had to do a breathalyzer. Are you kidding? She never did a breathalyzer, and she was never charged, as far as I'm aware. Plus, she never paid for the damage to the snowplow. Okay, now we're suing Jane. Jane, you have some explaining to do. That's okay. Fast forward to this week. My sister sends me a screenshot of a Facebook post from the local police scanner Facebook group. Like, these Facebook groups are just end all be alls for gossip and I have no choice but to love that about them and no choice but to stand in that post it said Jane local woman from insert my town name arrested for uttering death threats two counts of assault and two counts of intimidation of a health services worker slash impede health services worker turns out she in quotes allegedly assaulted two paramedics that came to her house in true small town fashion everyone and their dog have been reposting that facebook post to spread the word about jane's arrest wow jane you have done it this time she finally you know her actions caught up to her yeah assaulting paramedics that's literally never a good look you're never gonna you're never gonna get out of that one that is not something that would be easy to convince people that like no like it wasn't that bad you assaulted two paramedics it's interesting I wonder why the paramedics came to her house like what was the deal with that did she like call authorities like that's interesting I wonder what went down before that that is yeah that's not good though that is no bueno jane 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 truly is the curse of a small town that is yeah that is crazy thank you so much for sharing your small town gossip with us because that was that was a good story we're gonna tone it down for a quick sec and i'm gonna bring to you some second grader drama just to kind of lighten the vibe for a little bit before we dive into the rest of the stories i volunteer at my kids school and today i could feel the tension between these two second grade girls who were typically besties they sat apart from each other when we went into the hall for the spelling test mean mugging and then when one finished her first sentence she flipped her paper over and started using and started writing a best friends list and with each name gave some real mean girl eyes to the other girl oh no whose name was obviously not on the list oh no well the next small group came out next so i obviously went straight to the oldest gal in the group and asked what's up with irene and sanvi and she said irene quit the girls club that sanvi founded no no irene apparently told a different girl she wanted to play with her that day and Samvi isn't having it she said you come play with me or I'm never talking to you again and they haven't this has been since before Christmas break apparently the drama starts even earlier than I thought slash remember wow not the girls club you can't quit the girls club in the year of the Barbie movie that is a, that is a crime I'm sorry Irene you want to be on the right side of history <laughs> that was funny sorry sorry I made myself laugh there I said it oh god thank you so much for writing in that second grader drama because it really it is unfortunate but like gossip does start at a young age like tea happens even in second grade and we have to kind of remember that we have to remember our roots in that sense so thank you so much for sharing one time in my sorority in college the night I got my big she told me that she slept with her boyfriend's dad no 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 no, 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 no. And now she's marrying the same boyfriend. I guess just no one knows, question mark. Oh my God. Do these people just lack a conscience? Like I have no, I am so unable to wrap my head around that. That is so unfathomable because the boyfriend, no, he must know, right? I mean, no, he, no, he mustn't because I'm sure she hasn't told him that, but that is really, no, that is crazy. And then you have the audacity to marry him. No, 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 no. This is like also just, I'm sure for a lot of us is just like unlocking crazy fears of like, oh my God, 
so many people have been cheated on and they are the only person that doesn't know like that is heinous it's heinous and horrible we have to as a society start telling people when they're being cheated on so that they don't have to be in the dark about this this is not okay we're shining light on the cheaters we have to for the good of all humanity oh god so sad anyways hopefully this story will be a little bit more uplifting my uncle from my dad's side is cheating (laughs) is cheating on my aunt with her cousin too many cousins have been involved in in this week's episode like they all say it and granted this isn't his own cousin which is like insurmountably better but still like we don't need to be keeping it in a family like this we do not need to be doing that he doesn't know that I know. And I told my aunt last Wednesday, yes, this is what I'm saying. We have to expose the cheaters. This is great. Thank you. You are doing the Lord's work. Okay. She is secretly planning her revenge with my mom and they let me know all the gossip. I need a detailed outline of what exactly your aunt is doing to exact her revenge if I can participate in any way, shape or form. I would love to. Thank you so much. Wow. This is, okay, that is, dare I say, an uplifting cheating story. I'm glad that she's getting out. Okay, we have some work drama up next. I work for Abercrombie at their corporate office. Wait, this is like, okay, this is tea, where everyone is 20 years old and just cares about being cool. It comes across as a comforting environment, but it is so toxic. Yeah, I think we all know. We all know those ones where they're like, no, everyone's like family here. Like, we all love each other. And it's like, that's not... No, that's not healthy or real. And you're lying also. My boss was drunk during a meeting over Zoom, not making any sense, slurring her words, and continued to call us baby and honey. And we've recorded it because we didn't think anyone would believe us. We took it to HR and they said to delete the video. No. And that she was having a bad day. Basically, the whole team has quit because of her, but everyone above her refuses to get rid of her. It's so bad, and I hate going to work every day. Oh, my God. That is so messed up. I hate hearing... I've heard over the past few months of doing a lot of listener write-in episodes, I've heard too many stories where HR refuses to do anything that is really making me lose my faith in humanity and losing my faith in humanity resources. Do you know what I mean? That was supposed to be a pun. It would have looked better on paper. I'm sorry, but that is like, come on, you have one job. (laughs) You have one job, which is to like ensure that people are following the rules. And I just, ugh, that's so, that is so unfortunate. But one thing I will say is working at um, a brand as kind of popular as Abercrombie, I would assume that you would have literally no problem getting a job somewhere else. So that's hopefully some solace to you. Maybe we can find another job for you and you won't have to work for a drunk boss. God, the bar is on the floor in every capacity always. Yeah, I just kind of want to work for a boss that doesn't get hammered on Zoom calls. Like, in what capacity would anyone think that that's okay? If you're gonna, and again, not no condoning anything that's happening, but if you're hammered, And also, since it's over Zoom, I'm assuming she was, like, in her own home. But if you're hammered at home while working, you would think you would cancel the meeting or not even show up to the meeting, not even cancel it, but just fail to be there and let anyone into the meeting. Like, that's one thing because you could blame that on anything the next day, right? Like, there's just so many better ways to go about it. But still having the meeting, like, God, the audacity. People just have, like, no they have no sense of of hiding (laughs) their shame because they don't have any shame it's yeah it's a wild world out here that's one thing that I think we're all seeing right now okay so there's a couple in my town they got pregnant as teens in high school and ended up having five kids together over 15 some years they're business owners seemingly successful but he's an alcoholic and they run with the country club crowd pretty on the outside absolutely depraved on the inside beautiful (laughs) thank you for setting up this uh beautiful scenery for us that's so so kind of you they live on the golf course and their neighbors are their best friends especially the two women well comes out that the woman i know is sleeping with her best friend's husband and effectively cheating on her own husband at the same time the husband i know 
in this whole thing wakes up one night at 2 a.m his wife isn't in bed he wakes up their two oldest sons and they go looking for her that's oh that's just so sad knowing what's about to happen because he's like genuinely concerned and he's like oh my god my wife is missing guys let's go look they find her banging the neighbor guy in his Porsche in the garage. Husband, I know, apparently put a butcher knife to the cheating neighbor's throat. And their sons witnessed the whole thing. The couple I know ended up divorced, but those neighbors are still married. Oh my God. I'm sorry, but the son seeing it, that is like truly horrible. Putting a butcher knife to the cheating neighbor's throat. Yeah, like you can be angry, but we should never be condoning violence, especially in front of children. Like that is just, mm. <laughs> yeah, so this is a great reminder. Everything is not as it seems. Everything is not as it seems. For all you know, the couple that you think is so perfect might be, uh, they might be putting butcher knives to the mistresses or I mean to the, what's the, what's the male word for mistress? Why isn't there one? that seems sexist. <laughs> Why does that, right? Isn't that not loving that? Not loving that at all to the male mistress's throat. Like we know that could be what that couple is doing. So just keep that in the back of your mind. Okay. I was seeing an NFL player for three years. He slid into my DMs. I would say it was more casual than anything. We spoke slash message. Hi. Hi, words. Thank you. We spoke slash message daily. So it was definitely more than a hookup, but less than a boyfriend. If you see where I'm going with this, he gets let go after being a part of the active roster for two years. He was also a sixth draft pick. Okay. I need my detectives on that one too. We have to figure it out. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't want her to be put on blast here. He gets let go after being a part of the active. Nope. I just read that. That's the crazy thing about that. Okay. Um, goes to another team for their summer training, signs practice squad, gets waived again, and goes to the third team and gets waived. Mind you, this whole time, he's still messaging me while he's seeing other girls. Awesome. Beautiful to be expected in this episode. Of course he is. Um, Once he goes home, he decides to become a sand volleyball player. Okay. Niche niche career change for him. He has no job, spends all his money on diamond chains, and flies to Hawaii on the weekends. He was just in my city and asked me what my bedtime was. Sorry, I just observed a moment of silence because like that, that's an ick. What's your bedtime? Are you six? And I know it was supposed to be like cheeky. Sure. It's not. That's gross. Ew. Uh, to try and see me again. I told him I have grown out of him <laughs> and I hope he has a nice visit. LOL. Love that for you. I could go on and on about this man. He was ridiculous. And I am embarrassed of my participation in this torrid affair. That is too much. It's also just funny because I think so many people are like, oh my God, like an NFL player. And it's like, no, he was just like a lame, lame loser. At the end of the day, he ended up just being a lame, lame loser. Oh, not him, but he's just going to run out of money and run out of money fast. And then what? And then what? Kind of sad for him a little bit, but not really. Okay. We work with this girl named Alexandra and her sister, Sally was dating this guy named James. Okay. Alexandra has a sister named Sally and Sally is dating James. Okay. So we're all on the same page here. Sally and James were going through a financial crisis. So they asked Alexandra if they could all move in together. Clearly this was a bad idea. I already know how this story is going to end up without reading anything else, but, but let's indulge together. Fast forward two months, they're living together and James and Sally like to do family dinners pretty often with James' parents, but his parents were separated. So sometimes his mom would come and sometimes his dad would come. At one dinner, James' dad hadn't arrived yet and Sally saw that he had texted Alexandra to say he was going to be late. Naturally, it was strange that his dad would be texting Alexandra as they aren't very close or so everyone thought. I take it back. This is not going in the direction I thought it was going in, but I'm intrigued. Um, Long story short, turns out that Alexandra had been sleeping with James's dad. Okay, so to clarify, Alexandra isn't dating James. She's the sister of Sally. I I hope that cleared some things up. 
Okay, Alexandra had been sleeping with James's dad for the past few months. The story doesn't end there, though. No. For Christmas, James hosted both his mom and dad. Remember, they're separated. Dinner went smoothly. Everyone started drinking and whatnot. Sally and James were leaving for a trip the next day, so they went to bed early. The next morning, she went to say bye to Alexandra and found Alexandra in bed with not only James, but his mom, too. What? I did not see this one coming. I did not see this one coming at all, guys. Turns out they had all kept drinking late into the night and ended up having a threesome. Uh, It basically all crashed and burned after that because the real kicker is that James's mom had been remarried for two years, but her husband was out of town with his other family for the holidays. End of story. Sally and James moved out. And after the threesome, James's parents actually got back together and Alexandra eventually just moved on. That is so wild. Did any of us see that turn? Those twists and turns? I personally didn't. That is heinous. That is so beyond heinous. I like don't even have words. Everything about that story is heinous. I, are you guys okay? Are you okay? So you work with Alexandra. Is Alexandra okay? Can we get a vibe check on Alexandra? Wow. 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 That is truly... I'm at a loss. I very rarely find myself at a loss for words, but here I am. You've done it. Thank you so much for that write-in. That is really, really fabulous. A friend of mine went to a wedding out of the country and relayed this to me. Another one of the bridesmaids and her husband are swingers. They hook up with a girl who was attending said wedding. Once they get back to the U.S., the husband leaves the wife for the girl they are swinging with. The couple is now divorced. To add to this, the guy had cancer a couple years back and the wife raised a bunch of money for him. This motherfucker beats cancer and then leaves her for a random girl. No, no. That is so so messed up. That is so, so, so messed up and really, really sad. Oh, that poor woman. I feel bad for her. God, this, that was, yeah, that's just kind of a depressing one. What a, no, you, you have to, at some point, be able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, maybe I am the bad guy. Do you know what I mean? And, and he needs to do that. He needs to spend some, some long, hard time sitting in the mirror and just staring at himself and saying, yeah, you know what? Alexa play bad guy by Billie Eilish. Like that's what we need him to do in this present moment ick that's just like that is really gross but I hope she I hope she moves on and thrives and ends up doing so much better than him in any capacity also like unfortunately that's gonna become a pattern like it's just he's not gonna he's not gonna become a saint do you know what I mean like he's gonna do the same thing to the girl that he that he left his wife for like it's not like he's gonna change you know so that is at least some solace, hopefully, for her, for the wife. Um, all right, we're going to end on this note. It's a little bit funny, a little bit silly, I think. I, I hope it doesn't get really dark. Okay, for Christmas, my grandparents gave away all my brother's things that he brought to their house for storage when he went into the Marines without his knowledge. No. <laughs> why would they why would they do that? My grandparents re-gifted all of his childhood items <laughs> while my dad and I sat there horrified and then my grandpa proceeded to get blackout drunk puke in front of all the children and shit his pants yeah yep wait so I'm confused did they give away all of the things or did they just re-gift them either way uh that's maybe they just were really confused and they're like wait how did this pile of stuff get here I guess we should get rid of it and maybe these are some Christmas presents we can give to people. Like that's, that is, con- how on earth do they think they would get away with that one? They like re-gift you, your brother's sweatshirt. And you're like, I, I bought this for him two Christmases ago, grandma. What do you, what do you, what is this? That is crazy. But then your grandpa getting blackout drunk, that is an added layer. That is really, really interesting. That is a true Christmas horror story puking in front of the children that's gonna leave a mark you know psychologically but then shitting his pants takes it to a whole other level that no one no one needed to go there and your grandpa said but I am 
he said, I'm stepping up to the plate and I am. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> no, no one, no one really asked for that. Thank you so much. Wow. This episode has been a doozy. I appreciate you listening and I appreciate everyone who wrote in because clearly this episode would not have been possible without you guys. I would love some feedback. Did you like this kind of episode? Did we like this style? I had a lot of fun. I hope you did too. Thank you so much for listening and I will chat with you next Monday. Bye.